بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Causes of Revelation The Quran was revealed gradually on different occasions over the duration of the prophecy of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa Many verses were revealed in response to a particular incident taking place or when the Muslims encountered a particular problem or as an answer to a question that was posed to the Messenger of God. These causes and conditions for revelation are either called asbabun nuzul which means the causes of revelation, or they're called sha'an an-nuzul, which means the background of revelation. It's very clear that verses revealed on a particular occasion have a connection to that particular occasion. Now, why is it useful to know what that occasion was? Because if there's a problem um, that one has in understanding that verse, for example, in regards to the meaning of a particular word, then knowing the event it is referring to can help us understand and resolve those problems. So, in order to perform a complete commentary and understanding of any verse, we have to look and see if we can deduce and find out the cause and background to the revelation of that verse. For example, in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 158, we have a verse which says, Indeed, Safa and Marwa are among the sacraments of God. Safa and Marwa are two mountains in Mecca that are part of the rite of Hajj. Now, the verse continues, So whoever makes Hajj to the house or performs the Umrah, there is no sin upon him to circuit between them. Now, there's a problem with the apparent meaning of the verse. Uh, the problem is this, that if one just reads this verse, they would think that it's just permissible to circuit between the two. Not that it's something which is a necessary act and a requisite of performing the Hajj and Umrah, which is what it actually is. So why is it that God uses the expression, there is no sin in doing so. If we look at the background of the revelation of those of this verse, it becomes clear that these words were revealed in order to remove the groundless fear of committing sin. Now we have to look at the background of this revelation in detail. What happened is that after the peace treaty of Hudaybiyah in the sixth year of the Hijrah, it was, agreed, it was agreed upon that the Prophet and the Muslims would visit Mecca in the following year in order to perform the rites of Umrah. In the treaty, it was mentioned that the polytheists of Mecca were to remove their idols from around the Kaaba and also in the mountains of Safa and Marwa so that the Muslims could be free to perform the rites of circambulation and circuiting. And then after three days, the idols would then be put back. Now, some of the Muslims, because they had not yet finished their rites and they hadn't yet uh, performed the rite of circuiting between Safa and Marwa, uh, and the idols had been placed back there already, now they thought that perhaps 
it would be a sin to circuit between Safa and Marwa with the idols being present. The verse that we mentioned was then revealed to the Prophet so that the Muslims would not refrain from circuiting between Safa and Marwa. Uh, because after all, this circuiting is one of the divine rights and the presence of idols is a tangential issue, not leading to any uh, invalidity of that right being performed. So, as we've seen through this example, if we look at the background of Revelation, um, it can really help to understand the meaning of the verse. And what we concluded, based on that study in this particular situation, was that the permissibility or the necessity of circuiting is not addressed. Um, and rather what's intended here is that a groundless fear is being removed, meaning that the, pre the presence of idols does not prevent the act of uh, circuiting between Safa and Marwa being an obligation.